0: What's going on, y'all? James Higgs here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time, this being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use, right? But looking for how to Get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers, how to, really how to monetize. And believe it or not, I found the right platform that's getting the job done, that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up. That platform is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. James Six here from Higgs New Media and Infotainment News. Uh, perspectives and focus at a late time tonight. Uh, un, unexpected show, but it's for the reason because I've got my special guest, someone who I've been trying to get on the show for a long time. And lo and behold, he called me while I was at the gym. I'm still in my gym clothes. But he called me and said, I'm ready to do a show tonight. Can we do it? So I dropped everything. I look a mess, but that's irregardless of the point. Uh, tonight, it's all about Mr. Kevin Cohn. Kevin, how are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing well, James. Good you know,
0: only for you, right? <laughs> at the, at the what is it, the 11th hour, bottom of the ninth, uh, whatever other sports analogy I can come up with, right? We'll-, we'll Best way to do it, James. <laughs> Do 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 a show, and, and you know, hopefully we'll get some participation. Maybe we'll get some participation from folks uh, logging in and watching remotely. I, I'm seeing the numbers start to pick up on the various channels. But first and foremost, thank you, sir, for for taking some time to talk with me. I know we've been trying to get get to get this going for a little while.
1: Not a problem. Looking forward to it.
0: So I'm not going to put you on the spot, and <laughs> but I I do want to talk to you about you. So if you could give just at a, a, the elevator pitch of who Kevin Cohen is, right? I, I, I know you from the from the professional side, we, we've talked personally as well, but give the folks that are tuning in kind of the elevator pitch of who is Kevin Cohen?
1: Sure. No. Uh, yeah. So in the professional side, I'm an RVP of solutions um, here in the Bay Area. And uh, it's kind of an admirable place to be in technology because you get to engage great customers uh, and top cutting edge thinkers and uh, work with them on finding solutions to complex problems. And so professionally I do that. And um, when I'm not working, I come home, I have five kids and um, all, all of them are into baseball. So when COVID isn't rampant and even a little bit as it has been, um, I, you'll find me out in my off time on the baseball field, usually behind home plate as an umpire. So that's, uh, a little bit of my personal side and, um, but even now during COVID, it's been, been crazy because, uh, you know, we got kids who want to play and, um, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, but we do find some games, uh, more of a, uh, um, kind of, probably the old days when uh, alcohol was outlawed and people would go to to pick up some alcohol. And we, we do that, but we do with, uh, with baseball games. And so I, I would rush to a field off the beaten path. We hope the police don't show up. We try to get as many innings in and then, uh, and then we leave. So that's kind of been uh, 2020 in a nutshell, hasn't it?
0: So, if there's no police officers watching, I'm, I'm not going to give out any addresses uh, or, or anything, but the man is underground baseball umpire. I love that. I, you know <laughs> what? I, I I love you so much, and I love you even more just for, for saying that. I had almost forgot that you were an umpire. And in the show notes, I'll actually put a link to that that awesome post that you did on Entertainment News about kind of the, the anatomy of, of an umpire. Uh, But but talk to me a little bit uh, again about let's start there. Let's start with what you do for fun and what you do from from a family perspective. First and foremost, five kids. Um, (laughs) Let me (laughs) say and ages, give me give me give me kind of a a range in ages, I guess.
1: Sure. So my youngest is uh, she just turned seven. And um, and then I have four boys about older than her. I have a nine year old, a twelve year old, a sixteen year old and an eighteen year old actually just turned nineteen. so quite uh, quite the gamut.
0: And one of those I believe has already gone to, to college, correct?
1: That is correct. So- because
0: I, I hear the others on the outside of your door right now just 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 wrecking <laughs> havoc and I, I love that that right that, that's what it's all about. so'. Well, you're, you're, you're you're, you're, <laughs> so your, your son's at BYU you got you got Ford at the house right now. How is that being look we we love our families I oh my God, yeah yeah, but we are in the house with them twenty four hours a day, seven days a week um all of my hair is falling out up here, I just now have a completely gray beard How are you coping with everything since February up to this time just just maintaining sanity amongst yourself and amongst your family?
1: oh, that's a great question um. You know, I, I'm a busy guy, even, even if I didn't have kids, I'm always finding something to do. I've, uh, when I was 17, I found this 1968 Mustang that I thought was the coolest car in the world. It was five different colors. Um, the alternator was held on with bailing wire. Um, it was in real bad shape. I could lift up the carpet and look at the ground and, and it was pretty, uh, pretty bad well wow. um but i thought it was the best thing ever um so i actually i took that car i i drove the wheels off of it i probably put three motors through that car um probably six hundred thousand miles and i still have it and uh really? I, yeah um so i've restored it completely except it's not a restoration it's uh it's a mo- resto mod uh it's probably the best way to look at it and um and so i've uh I posted pictures of burnouts that I do on the streets in <laughs> my Slack channels with my buddies. then, um, you know, I got that, and I I like woodworking, so I, I've I've built desks and you know beds and other things like that. And so, what I'd like to do with my kids is send them into a throw them into a project, like yeah. hey, you're you're all up in my business. Let's make it all our business, and let's give you something to do with all this energy you got. So. Yeah. I have this little thing I love doing with my kids. It's called the scrap wood challenge. Where uh-huh. um I take all the scrap wood pieces for leftover from projects I have and I give them 1 hour to build something creative and cool. And then I judge all of them and what they come up with <laughs> at the end. And so they they love that. It's a lot of fun. So things like that, we kind of keep busy with.
0: So. You're like the home scoutmaster, you know, for the for the for the cone, <laughs> the cone compound. So so you've got all, all these tools at all at home in, in your garage, and your shed and something that you've got, you've got everything that you need, planers and saws and things like that.
1: Yes. Yes. I right. so got, got it all. I wish I had a, a nicer area to work within. But, you know, you have to break the tools out, set them all up. Move things around and break it all down and put it. Yeah. on. So someday I'll I'll live in a place where I can just leave it all out and roll in there uh, when I want.
0: So. Well, oh no, no, don't do that because you <laughs> look. If you look out the backyard right now, I I know where you live, sir. You you've got a <laughs> phenomenal view. Don't, you, don't <laughs> you know you're you're doing okay, and mm-hmm. um. So so we like you maybe want just a little more elbow room or a little more leg room, but you're you you've you are uh, you're you're doing all right right now you know i would like yeah, to say no. you're, you you are blessed so yeah, um, i am
1: i am you know it's and that's something to remember right because yeah i've lived in places in this world where i've i've lived amongst the poorest of the poor right yeah. and then you know living here in silicon valley you might not feel like it but you are the richest of the rich so yeah. it's uh you know i've seen i've seen both sides it's been pretty pretty crazy actually yeah
0: I mean, most of my extended family lives East Coast, not totally just in, uh, in Virginia and whole different dynamic, right? In terms of lifestyles, right? My, my family grew up, you know, really, you know, from, from the farm and from a country perspective and, you know, very, very easygoing people love them to death, you know, but, but just a different growth, different mentality, right? Then then you come to, The big city, or whatever you you come out west looking for fame and fortune. You know, uh, I I was I was fortunate. My father was in the military, so you know, for twenty six years, we were going back and forth to different every different state, every different country, and all that. So I got the opportunity to see almost all parts of the world. And you know, every time I go back home to Virginia, again, it's just it's just a different. Reality, a different mindset. Not that it's better or, or worse. It's just it's just different, right? And I and I'm just have grown more accustomed to living five minutes away from my gym or ten minutes from my Best Buy, where everyone knows my name when I walk in, like Norm from Cheers. You know that that, that <laughs> kind of thing. I I those are the things that, that that I like about being where we are, and just you know the fact that my parents are like two wow. miles away and my in-laws are five miles away. So just, just having that, that kind of synergy amongst uh, folks that are close to close to. So, wow.
1: Um, James Norm from cheers. That's a pull. That's pretty good.
0: I, I definitely, you know, dated myself. Not, not everyone. <laughs> if, if you were born in the, 90s or 80s, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You have to be <laughs> you have to be a 60s or 70s uh, child to even know some of these references that we use. That's right. <laughs> hey, Brother, look, seasoned. I don't say old, yeah. we're, we're just seasoned, we've been around the block. Uh, you can see it on our chins. <laughs> <laughs> to multiple chins, to multiple chins. Um, so umpiring. So let me let me stay on the personal side to, a, a bit. So what what does that do? I mean in, in terms of are, are you going out and, and umpiring baseball, softball, little league? I mean, what's the age demographic that you typically focus on when you when you do that? Because that, that just seems so different from what you do on a on a day-to-day Monday through Friday basis, right? I mean, it sounds like a great stress relief and just escape. So talk to me about who do you focus on when you when you're out there doing doing that?
1: That's a yeah, it probably helps to give a little context to that too. So um you know, growing up, you know, I, I was in, you know, my father passed away when I was three. So my mother was trying to, you know, juggle four kids and deal with all that. And mm-hmm. so I never had the time, uh, she never had the time, I should say, to give me the opportunity to play baseball. But we did I played soccer a lot, but I've okay. always wanted to play baseball. So um, you know, I'm not it's not a poor me thing at all. It's just a reality that hey, I you know, if things were different, I probably would have would have loved to play baseball when I was a kid. So, when I had kids, I thought this opportunity to kind of, you know, give them something that I didn't have a chance to do. So, I uh I you know, when my t- kid turned uh, 5, I brought him out to to the baseball field, signed him up for little league and uh I had no idea what I was doing. And and they I'm sure they sensed that this guy was completely green and willing to kind of volunteer. So we're gonna put him right away to work before he gets smart and realizes that he doesn't have to necessarily do everything. Yeah. And the first thing they said was, We need an umpire and you're gonna be the umpire and we'll we'll train you. And I'm like, What? I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> And so they did. They trained me. I showed up for these trainings. Um, pretty intense stuff. It was like eight hours a day for two days to start. And then there was, you know, every other month, there was another training like that. And I was like, these guys are serious, man. They <laughs> iron their shirts. They fold their hats and iron their hats <laughs> their way. And I'm like, come on. You guys are taking this a little too far, don't you think? But uh, with all of that training, I realized that, you know, there's not enough umpires. And my kids, to give them a quality experience, I wanted to, you know, make sure to contribute in a way that, that would make that a more quality experience. And, and umpiring was the way to do it. So to say that I'm, I'm you know, in love with umpiring probably is not 100% true. <laughs> but well, uh, well
0: you're, you're on the field for the entire game, though. <laughs> so not, not even like a coach, right? You're there... Offense or defense. The best seat in the
1: house. The best seat the for Man. sure. You get to see everything on the field, right? So, um, at least you hope you get to see it, right? Uh, well, you, hopefully
0: you do, because <laughs> otherwise you're the one getting yelled at that by everybody, you know. Yes. Where, yes. Where, where are your glasses at? Up, uh, you know. What, <laughs> I, I've I've cursed, blew out a number of times in my days. So I'm, just... <laughs> I'm sure you have, James. I'm sure
1: you have. Yeah, you know, now that was the. So when I was in school, I did political science and pre-law. So I was always interested in people and their behaviors and why they do certain things. And, and so I'm working this, this volunteer gig and I'm realizing, Hey, all these people sitting behind this fence have a different and unique perspective about what's going on out here on the field. Yeah. And, and so it inspired me to say, look, nobody wants to volunteer for this because they, nobody likes getting yelled at. Right. So they're like, I'm afraid to get out there. So I, I realized, Oh crap, there's, there's a big problem here. Um, there's not enough umpires. These poor kids you know, need to have a good experience and these parents are kind of crazy. Right? So we got to figure out how do you, how do you fix this? How do you, how do you make all this kind of mesh in a way that we can get the volunteers have the kids get a good experience and, you know, make the make it positive for everyone. So I started to think about it the way I do in uh, my professional job. I'm like, this is just a problem that I have to come up with a solution to. So I started thinking it through. Hey, what do I do? Um, how, how does this work? How do, can I put this together in a different way? And, uh, you know, I, I I came into this one league where I'm living at now, and uh, there's the chief umpire who was, you know, doing himself. He was doing uh, over 120 games a year, which is an insane number oh of games right Wow! yeah and he was doing that because nobody would volunteer and i'm like <laughs> that's not <nuts." laughs> i'm like there's a better way so yeah long story short i put together a solution uh to the problem i posted it up on the on that in a blog form and um and i have people kind of replicating that now which has been really exciting for me to uh to do, oh, there it is. Yes,
0: look at that. Speak, look at that. See, see the timing there. See, see how we play <laughs> off of each other. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's almost beautiful. like I've done beautiful. Done this before.
1: Like a professional deal there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, uh so yeah, I put that together, and um, and I have been asked to come into various leagues all throughout the district and throughout the area here. They've uh, invited me to come in and speak to the board. Hey, how did you get your umpire program turned around? Why are you seeing? Uh, what you're seeing? And uh, how do we do what you've done? And so in answering all those questions, I thought, shoot, I should just write this down and just put it out there for whoever that finds any value from it whatsoever to to go. And I figure if there's a lesson learned that we gain, might as well put it out so everybody can learn from that as well. And if mm-hmm. they want to, they can grab this and, and go. So that was the background. So I love it.
0: I love it. And you've seen it kind of take off people taking advantage of the, the whole program that, that you've written uh, in, in your area. Has it, has it grown outside of uh, your, your area in the, in the Bay area? Do, do you know?
1: It has. I've uh, you know, I was fielding questions from a guy in Australia, believe wow. it or not. So okay. um, I I'm like, I don't even didn't even realize you guys played baseball in Australia.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> is this cricket or what no. though? <laughs> same
1: sport. I think that is their main sport. So, they're yeah. probably, you know, and then I had a South Korean uh, guy call me. Okay. I know they play lots of baseball in South Korea. Um, and then on the East Coast had a few. So it's been it's been interesting. Um, and again, you know, it's like it's I'm sure there's other improvements people can make to that. What I put together and I hope they do. Right. So, yeah.
0: Well, I, I look forward to seeing you at the Little League World Series one of these days when we we can all get back together to large venues and groups and crowds and movies and sporting events. I'm I'm gonna look behind the plate there and I'm gonna see blue. And I I I know that guy. He, <laughs> he can't see a strike if it hit him. Well, no, I won't I won't say that. I won't I won't say that. Uh, oh. all right, let's 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 pivot into Monday through Friday a uh, technology man, you design solutions, you help people with their problems, people mean customers and businesses. Uh, talk to us about, I keep going back to just 2020 just because everything has changed so much. So talk to, talk to me about how your day-to-day work life has changed in this particular year. Because look, before 2020, I was at your office every other week, you know, we were hanging out, we were talking, we were planning to take over the world, but now everything is kind of not stopped, but just shifted. Right. So you, you're you're engaging and interacting with your customers slightly different. How, how has, how has that changed you and how has that changed kind of the folks that work with you and or for you?
1: Yeah. You know, this is um yeah, that's been the number one issue um, that I've been faced with and grappled with this entire year, which normally my job involves meeting with people in person. Mm. Um, you know, it's really challenging to solve a problem without being in a room with the people that you're going to war with. That's a good point. Um, yeah. These are people who are living the problem. There is intangibles involved with every problem that's out there mm. that... um Technology itself just doesn't solve. In fact, I would have say that a large portion of the solutions that that we come up with involve the people and the process aspect of it, of the environment, and technology kind of is an afterthought a little bit. Um, because you know you can make the tech do what you want, what you want and yeah. need it to do. Especially today, things are so right. malleable. Yeah. Um, but. What I've found in my normal job is a lot of success. When you get in this room, you people are expecting you to throw up some slides on a whiteboard, uh, slides up on the projector, and go through your slide deck. And I avidly reject that approach. And I I start with, hey, what's going on here? Where are you guys challenged? What's your vision? What do you What do you want to achieve? And where are your goals? And where are you going? Normally, I do that homework before I get there. show up in the room and I go right to the whiteboard and I start listing out, this is where you want to be. And then on the other side, this is where you are. And the gap in the middle is our opportunity area where we work and we say, okay, now how do we get this gap to close? And that's the solution I come up with, right? That's a lot of you know, hey, you got this guy in here who's very stubborn, but he's the leader of the group. So you have to win him over. Hey, you got the CIO over there who's pulling, you know, paying the bills, but he's lost as far as what we're talking about. Uh, you got the you got the guys who are just following the leader. And then you have mm-hmm. this other group who might not really well align because they hate that other group. They're also yeah. siloed. So you have to really work the room and bring everybody together through this ideation ex- exercise and, and experience. That was magical, and and seeing that grow into a solution that you can then provide them and say, "This is solving. This is going to solve your problem in these three ways, and by this date." Yeah. To now, everything's online. Everything's on WebEx or Zoom, and um, you can't see anybody in person. Yeah. The opportunity to get together and even identify the problem is a lot more challenging, and then coming to a solution and getting all the people involved on board wow that's it's very daunting so mm-hmm. that's the challenges I've laid out from where my job has changed this year and that's that's the answer to that first question I think you asked, which yeah. that's uh that's something that I think a lot of people are still grappling with. I think we're seeing a slight change. In the industry as well, whereas before you would find there's this salesman who goes out and because of his relationships convinces people to talk to him, and then there's this technical guy who kind of follows along in his coattails and then says, "Here, I'm going to tell you about all the bells and whistles of that thing the sales guy has just told yeah. you." About. Yeah, that life is either dead or dying in my mind. Um, yeah. I I I see it as technical people who understand the technology, but can also understand the people mm-hmm. are going to rule the day. I think that's where the industry is moving towards. I completely um, agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know, technology guy with a sales guy approach, I think is going to be going to be going away in the next 10 years or so. So that's my, we'll see how, how right I am on that. Maybe I'm not, but I think that's where we're going in the industry. And so now you add in, Everybody's working from home. So where do where do you gain traction with these people and how do you penetrate that? And I think part of that answer is a lot of people try to do their homework before so you have to start with the collateral first. You have to yeah. produce valuable collateral that people are interested in reading that identify where they're at and instill them with some confidence that you can possibly solve their problem. And so enough so mm-hmm. that they'll take your mm-hmm. call, they'll meet your zoom, <laughs> they'll get on your <laughs> WebEx and you can start there. Yeah. But that's, that's the challenge. I think, I think that's where you go with it though. So, And,
0: and, and that's tough, right? Because look, I, we, we we all now no longer have the commute, so everyone swears that you can be av- available on teleconference from five a.m. to ten p.m. Just because, and I, I swear it, it. It's tough for me when I either need to, or have to, or even want to get my partners involved that I work with on a day-to-day basis. Say, man, I. I I don't want to waste your time. You know, I only call you when I only raise the, the bat signal when we have to. But uh, can you get on the Zoom call so we can talk about X, Y, and Z? No, I don't want to get on the call. Okay. Well, what's the compelling story? What, what's in it for me? You know, what 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 makes this relevant to what I'm doing, what you're doing with your customers, or with your partners, or with your constituents? And again, not being able to work the room anymore, not being able to be in, in there and what I always tell my wife, what I used to, what I do, the jazz hands, right. Not being able to do that and be in, in the conference room, walking around and, and giving the pitch. It's, it's tough to do that on a video conference because half of the time I'm sitting here, look, I haven't put a suit on in, uh, a long time, brother. I I don't know if they fit anymore. Uh, I, I I don't know I, where my ties are. My my nice shoes are gone. I I, I don't know, right? I, I I go to work with a with a baseball hat on, and and Gymshark Shark uh, hoodie. That's terrible. I, I, that, that that's the hard part for me, right? Because I am one who likes to kind of dress for the occasion, right? And if I'm gonna do, be doing a presentation, it's it's harder to get into that feel. I, look, I go stand at that whiteboard. Every, every every day when i'm on a, on a call at, at work but you're not in the same room with me so it, it's hard to convey the same kind of message and make it compelling in, in my mind so i'm, I'm having a challenge I, that's why i kind of asked you what you're doing i i'm having a hard time this entire year of accepting this new normal
1: right yeah uh, i think i think we all are i think um i don't know that anybody's got it really Worked out yet and made it effective. Um, I think we're kind of cru- on a little bit cruise control in, yeah, in, yeah. in the industry, yeah. And um, and we're just working existing relationships, and um, that's uh, that's not going to be enough in the next you know year. So yeah. You know. yeah,
0: you know, I don't again, I don't want to keep calling my folks and you know and keep pu- pulling that uh, you know that that lifeline or wh- wh- whatever. <laughs> okay. I don't know how many uh, you know extra lives I have with with some of my folks. To, to to be honest with you, and and folks probably notice how we're deliberately trying not to say who we work for on the day. <laughs> how we're dancing around uh, uh, who, who we were, but folks who watch this, and especially folks who probably watch this on LinkedIn after it's done recording, they'll know. But uh, <laughs> and, and and they'll respect the the. Um, the candor that, that we talked about. Um, what, what else you got going on brother? I, again, I, I, um, I'm just so, so, so thrilled and honored to be able to have a conversation with you because you're, you're, you're an interesting guy just to be one who rebuilds automobiles. And, and like you say, goes out and burns out and, 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 posts those on a, on a, on a secret channel somewhere. I need to know where that channel is because I need to <laughs> follow you. Um, does woodworking with with the extended family out there behind the plate doing the umpire business, and and then puts on the uh, the Superman uh, uniform and goes out there and solves all these technical problems for folks. you quite an eclectic young man there,
1: Mister Cone. Well, I don't know about young, but uh, we'll see how that rolls. No, actually, you know, these all do kind of merge together. Um, the other thing I'm working on actually and. Uh, it, to answer your question is um when i was working on that mustang i was uh trying to buy the suspension kit for it and it mm-hmm. was very expensive 20 22 2400 bucks something like mm-hmm. that um and uh and i was scouring the web for the best deal on this and and who had it yeah and I'd get on the on the web. I'd start looking for it and uh, spend three four hours some time looking for this thing. What's the best? Oh, that's not really the best deal yet. I think I've seen it lower. And then I come back to it the next day and spend some more hours on it. <laughs> and then and then you know who, who who's done that right? I think everybody's pretty much done that right.
0: I'm, I'm doing it right now on the on the screen over here. To be honest with you, so, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, so I feel yeah. your pain. So I, I, I noticed something there. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. There's got to be an easier way to do this. And then I got busy. Life happened. And I missed a couple days. And I went back to one of these sites. And lo and behold, they had a one-day-only sale for 1000 bucks <laughs> for that thing. And it's over. Did you
0: miss it? Oh, I,
1: I missed it. it. I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> this is not okay. So I thought... I solve technology problems for a living. There's got to be something I can do here. <laughs> there's got to be a way. So I started thinking about this, and I'm like, you know, I bet if, and then I started going through these. So I got a guy uh, that I worked al- with. Oh, there's here. always a guy. There's always a guy. Yeah. And I And I shared with him, I'm like, hey, Matt, I think this is a possible solution to this problem. What if you had – An automated way to kind of point this point your environment at certain websites and it would scour them all the time. And if it ever went on a one-day only sale for something, it would trigger you an alert and it would send you a text or an email or something like that and let you know, hey, this thing is on sale. And I'm not gonna miss that again, right? So I built that. And so that I built it.
0: Okay, hold on. So I'm just gonna cut you off right now because I need that. Both of my kids (laughs) are shoe fiends and they follow all of they're they're buying sh- all these fancy jordans and reebok and whatever all the nikes everything right so they're they're on there trying to catch the shoes as soon as they drop and it's i think it's the mafia i, I really do I, there, <laughs> there's there's some underground aspect of this and if i if we could find out when those shoes drop and when when the price is right and when it's the black Friday cyber Monday deal so Are you going to market this or monetize it or
1: cone enterprises? (laughs) You know, I think so. So here's what I, you know, there are tools out there that will do something similar, but they are, they have to be affiliated with one entity. Yeah. So for example, you're going to find companies out there who say, oh, we'll alert you when we find the best price, but it's only on Amazon. Only for things at Amazon. And Amazon has this really interesting thing that if your website, if you're affiliated with them, they will not allow you to affiliate with anybody else. So it's an all or nothing thing. Hmm. And so Hmm. to me, that limited what I was trying to do. I'm like, no, I want to have exposure to as broad of a base of vendors and companies as possible. And as broad as Amazon is, which it is broad, right? I thought there are still, you know, you realize that if you're going to market your goods on Amazon, you have to pay close to 20% in fees and dues to them. So when you, when you sell that thing that you're, you're getting 15 to 20% of that, uh, of that product is going straight to Amazon for their mm-hmm. due. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's stiff, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's pretty heavy. So I thought well,
0: that's just like the,
1: the, the, uh,
0: the mobile sites. Right. So that's the whole app store thing with, with Apple as well. So, right. uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no good point. So I thought, I'm gonna take a different take on this. This is gonna be Amazon meets, um, uh, you know, uh, Craigslist, right? Like <laughs> meets whatever kind of all coming together. A
0: I- homegrown eBay here with.
1: <laughs> you know, and, it's, and, and even eBay, like I, I use eBay as a source. So I have 130 million products in, that I have right now listed in my site. And um, and what I what I'm going to do and have been doing is anybody who wants to list their products in the site can do so freely. I don't charge them. Right. Okay. And I'm just trying to get utility out of this product. So and I think in this year, when the small businesses are having such a hard time in during COVID, I feel like it's an area that is really could resonate well with people to, to know that, hey, you don't have to pay any money. You're gonna put a, put your products in here, and I will just redirect the people to your personal website where the product is listed, right? Um, but that way, everybody can get, okay. you know, a comprehensive view of all the products, um, uh, you know, wide and far. It doesn't have to be in the U.S. only; It could be in the U.K. or wherever. All right. And uh, and you can get a good price comparison. Yeah. So that's the take yeah. I've taken on it. Um, it's too. more of an open source market. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So
0: all right, technology. I got I got a technology question I'm asked after this, but where is this hosted?
1: It's called circleany.com.
0: I mean, so what is it is it somewhere in the SaaS cloud or something, or is it I am trying to find out if it's an Amazon because I, I want to ask if, if it's it part of not, AWS.
1: It uh, is uh, not uh, an Amazon. Uh, uh, I hosted it myself so, uh in Colorado. So
0: all right, hold on. Hold, let me, let me look at that. So, what is the URL?
1: CircleAny.com. dot uh, com.
0: I'll take a look at that. Oh my goodness, here. Let me see here. We locate the best fancy logo and everything. You got some. uh You got some reviews. Are these real reviews, or did you make? Are these? Are these your? <laughs> are these your kids? Is that, is that what that is? is, is That's that your seven year old leaving out? Okay.
1: Yep. So it is uh, it has been a labor of love, um, something that I've uh, enjoyed doing. And um, it's taught me a ton about, you know, the experiences that, you know, people that we work with on a day, day in and day out business. So Yeah. yeah. And, how long, and how long has this been up? This has been up about uh, a little over a year. Okay. Um, in fact, we're about to redesign this, this front end a little bit, pulling out the video aspects of this and, uh, yeah, there's going to be a little bit different uh, layout here shortly, but yeah. And the idea here is, um, you know, if we could get, you know, a lot of people, a lot of companies realizing that they could just upload their product portfolio for free, that hopefully it brings them more business. And this becomes a better utility for examples like the one I shared, where if I'm really searching for something that's weird or different or not normal or even normal things that I can find it pretty easily and have it alert me when I, when I get the price I want. I love
0: that. I'm, I'm, I'm signing up tonight.
1: And <laughs> you got, have,
0: have you got, again, have, have you got shoes on here? You got, you got the new Nikes on here?
1: You should, I, you should see it in there. You know, you're going to see a um, lot of things from um, from a f- people who are affiliated with Walmart. Um, okay. We had things in there from Amazon we have things in there from eBay and and about I don't know ninety or hundred different vendors um, that are in there right now. Um, okay. And in uh, a total it just based on the relevance algorithms that I run is depends on which one of those vendors is prominent in the results list. So. So is
0: it just pricing? Is it also availability? Because I'm looking for this Nintendo Switch, so my daughter will be a happy. A happy camper just <laughs> next month.
1: It'll tell you if it's available once you click into it, um, dude. It'll it'll let you know. So
0: <laughs> that, that is why we had this conversation before holiday time because uh, that that's gold right there. Okay, I I, I got some plan to do tonight, uh,
1: and
0: and you and you do this in your in your spare time. Uh, you know, you got to, you got your own half of a soccer team at, at, at the house with, with kids and. You know, day job umpiring, boot, bootleg uh, sporting events. Uh, <laughs> that, that's why you got the couch in your office, right? Because when, because right. when, when you get through coding and, and designing solutions with uh, with Circle, In, he just crash on the on the on the, on the, in the closest location.
1: That's right. You got uh, it.
0: That's pretty good all right let me let me ask so personal technology again we're technologists by heart what from a personal technology perspective is your go-to uh tool right device application software hardware whatever the case may be what what is it that you got to have with you all the time or you use frequently
1: uh well i think we all are fit in that boat of having an iphone nearby right so Definitely that. But but I think uh you know, between an iPhone and iPad and the MacBook and all the other crap that we have to deal with, quite Mm -hmm. frankly, I got I'm actually looking for times when I don't have a piece of technology in front of me all the time. I love it. Um I I love getting out there and working with my hands and building something. And um and so if I can get out and get a get a box and wrench in my hand. In fact, uh, this year in December, I bought the kids and me. I bought two dirt bikes. Okay. Uh, well, hold on. Time. Don't talk too loud. Do they know about the dirt
0: bikes? <laughs> I mean, they're they're right there on the other side of the, <laughs> of, the of the door, right? <laughs> they're, they're like they're like listening, right? <laughs> you know, what's what's Daddy doing in there? Ooh. He's supposed to be, you know, watching TV or playing with himself. Okay, okay. All dirt right. bikes, right
1: on. Yeah, it's something I wanted to do for a long time, and I'm like, I'm not getting any younger. I might I got to just do it. So. Yeah. The timing couldn't have been more perfect because COVID hit, everything shut down, and the only thing you can do are things by yourself or you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. <after.
1: laughs> so so yeah. Uh, you know, I I throw the bikes in the truck and I head down the road to the nearest place where I can go. It's 13 miles away, and I tear it up with the kids, and we have a blast. So that's cool, brother. You know, so getting a wrench in my hand, working on those, have, teaching my kid, hey, this is how it works. This is how you maintain it that's a lot of fun. So honestly, yeah. that's the kind of technology I, I like to do in my off time. So.
0: I like that. I, that. That is actually a, a perfect answer because, you know, we spend so much time anyway in front of all these screens and, and we spend so much time on, right. Because when we're, we're doing whatever it is we do on the Monday through Friday basis to be able to focus on what's most important family and quality engagements and interactions with them getting a little dirt underneath your fingernails. that That's, that's, that's cool, man. That, that's, that's what it's all about. And that's why I, I, um, I respect you so much. And I'm, I'm glad to call you more than just a, a colleague, but I'm, 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 thrilled to call you a friend too, brother.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. So, Jim.
0: So, so, so look, do what you gotta do, stay safe, enjoy the holidays. Don't eat too much. Right. Because, you know, it, it, it it's, we're, we're we're getting up there. We're more seasoned now, and, and it's harder to work it off, right? You know, just getting out there on the bike doesn't help with all of that uh, pound cake that you've been eating, or the, the pecan or that. Maybe that's just me. You know, my, my son made some cheesecakes the other day, and I've been uh, I've been dipping in them all all day and all night. It's it's been it's it's really pathetic to be honest with you, how much I eat, but.
1: <laughs> well, he's up there, buddy. That chair can only hold so much.
0: <laughs> I don't well, I have I'm looking at a new one to be honest with you. just I, we won't we will that's a whole other show. We won't talk about that as well. Mr. Cone, be good to yourself, brother. I appreciate you again for taking the time uh for coming onto the show and just talking. I just really wanted to share with the audience who you are and let folks really hear from someone who was just a, a, a great mentality, a great family man, a great leader in the industry as well. I wish you nothing but the best, sir. Be good to yourself.
1: Thank you, Bods. Nice to to meet you. Take care, James.